0: I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, October 10th. Demolition of the clubhouse at the Furness Golf Course in Quincy begins today. Ward three city councilor Ian Kane says an excavator and four or five large dumpsters will be brought up Reservoir Road for the demolition. Kane says the bottom of Reservoir Road will be coned off so the cars don't park on both sides of the street to assure the equipment can get to the site. He says the cones will be removed once the demolition is complete. The city has taken control of the golf course and will build a new clubhouse and make improvements to nearby Forbes Hill Park. Quincy's Zoning Board of Appeals scheduled to meet today at 6 p.m. in the meeting room of Old City Hall. There are four items on the agenda, including a proposal for a short-term rental business at 383 Water Street and a short-term rental business at 266 Granite Street in Quincy. While several thousand Boston area Jews, Israeli Americans, and supporters crowded the Common to show support for Israel two days after Hamas launched its surprise attack from Gaza. Thousands stood on the grass yesterday afternoon around the Parkman bandstand and carried the white and blue flag of Israel. Governor Mara Healy, Senator Ed Markey, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and Boston Mayor Michelle Wu were among those leading the rally, which was organized by groups including Combined Jewish Philanthropies, Israeli-American Council of New England, and Jewish Community Relations Council of Greater Boston. Senator Warren said during the rally that she stands solidly with Israel and said it's time for Republicans to stop blocking appointments, including that of a new ambassador to Israel and several hundred military leaders. The death toll only continues to rise as over 1,500 innocent people are dead, thousands more are wounded, at least 11 Americans are among those killed. Healy said that the ties between Israel and Massachusetts are strong. She said that after the marathon bombings, doctors and mass general used techniques they had learned from Israeli counterparts to save lives. Combined Jewish philanthropy said it raised more than a million dollars in support of Israel over the preceding 48 hours. The Palestinian youth movement hosted a rally yesterday outside Cambridge City Hall where hundreds of community members showed up. Police in Bridgewater say two 12 year olds are responsible for a fire at St. John the Evangelist Church on Friday. Police believe the pair, a male and a female, went inside the church on Central Street in the middle of the day, lit a candle at the entrance and tossed the matches aside. An employee told police everything seemed fine when they were working there at the food pantry about 2 p.m., the pastor told EMTs. He started smelling smoke at around 3.30, so authorities believe it happened sometime between them. Police officers and firefighters were on scene, by 3 40 on friday afternoon they quickly realized the fire had already been put out with an extinguisher based on some yellow powder at the front of the church when they went further inside investigators noticed a water jug was missing from a dispenser in the priest's preparation room which leads them to believe the suspects tried to put the fire out with water when that didn't work they used the extinguisher leaving behind the yellow powder most of the damage is near the altar The altar cloth was scorched, and pages of the Bible burned. Police also found food from the pantry by the back door. Authorities will not be releasing the names of the juveniles, and no charges will be filed. The Good Samaritan Medical Center in Brockton is back to being fully operational. After experiencing a significant power outage on Saturday... Brockton Area Emergency Managements published an update on Sunday morning. They said that on Saturday, the situation was a major power outage and said it resulted in the closure and evacuation of some areas of the hospital. The emergency room was still open for walk-in patients, but all ambulances were being diverted to other hospitals. The sewer line at the hospital also got backed up, causing some flooding. That issue has also been resolved. The Mount Washington Observatory recorded its first measurable snowfall of the season at the summit on Sunday. The summit saw 0.3 inches of snow below freezing temperatures, high winds, and fog resulting in rime ice. Temperatures aren't expected to rise above freezing until the end of the week, but winds will decrease significantly. Skies will begin to clear over the next several days. The observatory shared several photos on Facebook, including the summit sign coated in ice. Weather observer Charlie Peachy, using a large mallet to clear ice off the instrument tower, and the windward side of the house at the summit covered in ice. Alexandra Burton, a Mount Washington weather observer, said the first snowfall arrived a bit later than usual. Typically, the first measurable snowfall is in September. By this time in October, at an average year, 19 inches of snow has fallen. She said this fall, the mountain has been experiencing a bit of a snow deficit. A check of business news this morning. Stocks opened the day in positive territory. Dow up 197. NASDAQ rising 52. And the S&P added 27. Asian stocks also climbed. The dollar rose. The euro fell. And oil at $85 a barrel. Forecast from the National Weather Service today. Partly cloudy at a high of 62 degrees. For tonight, clear, low of 44. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, at a high of 66. Thursday, partly cloudy, high 64, and partly cloudy on Friday, with a high of 62. For the boater, today waves about a foot. Southwest winds 5 to 10 knots. High tide, 919 a.m. Sunrise at 650, set at 610. Reminder, curbside collection of trash and recycling in Quincy is delayed one day all this week due to the holiday yesterday. I'm Joe Catalano for an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, October 10th.